Welcome to the BSing with Sean K podcast. I'm your host, Sean Neese. Hi, Sean. And on this show, I talk with people who live outside the box and are pursuing their creative and intellectual passions. And I have long form interviews and conversations with them. And also sometimes provide a platform for opinions and perspectives not often heard in the mainstream media. Let me get to the basics of ventriloquism. First things first, lip control. So what you need to do is put the mirror down and smile. But don't smile too hard. Relax your smile. And go like this. Hello. The next thing you might want to do is go through the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, O, G, H, I, J, K, L, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, V, W, X, Y, and Z. See, now you said the alphabet without moving your lips. And this is episode 88. And today's guest was in that clip you just heard. Her name is April Brucker, and that was a clip from her interview, or not really an interview, but her segment on the Clown Antics YouTube channel. That was a video, How to Do Ventriloquism. And as you may have guessed, she is a ventriloquist, and she is a comedian and actress, but ventriloquism is her main uh, niche. And she has appeared a lot on television. She has appeared on ABC's What Would You Do, CBS Sports Now, NBC's Today Show, and also other numerous uh, cable and syndicated shows, including Cash Cab, Entertainment Tonight, Inside Edition, The Layover, and My Strange Addiction. And she drew a lot of attention from the press in 2015, uh, with a, there was an article in the British tabloid, the Daily Mail, uh, with about her, and the feature story on her was headlined: "Ventriloquist who splashes out uh, one hundred thirty-four thousand a year on her sixteen puppets that even have their own bedroom, dumps her fiance after he tells her it's them or me." And basically, that story was uh, her fiance uh, told her. That she had to choose between her 16 puppets or him and she chose the puppets so that uh, got her a lot of uh, fame too and she currently tours comedy clubs and theaters with her one woman off-broadway show the lady and president tramp and that's her show with uh, her puppet it's sort of a parody of Donald Trump, and she calls him uh, President Tramp. And there is more I could say, but I feel like a lot of it is covered in the interview. So, without further delay, here's the conversation, and I hope you enjoy the episode. I just saw like some of the articles about you and all that, like the 
I did through the research. Uh, oh wow, you did research. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So so you have uh, you're mainly uh, like being a puppeteer is your main thing, right? And you, I've seen you perform at the Triple Crown. You have 16 puppets. Well, now update. I have um I have almost I have started so my family's grow growing. Oh, you have you have more than sixteen puppets now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I saw I saw you perform with uh, Mr. Tramp first, and then which was like uh, he's like a Donald Trump puppet, and then you you had the musician magician puppet the other night at the triple mm-hmm. round. Yeah. So so uh, how, how did you uh, get started with uh, like using these puppets? How did I get started with the puppets? Well, um, I got started with the puppets because I grew up where um, we actually had no cable in my house. I was one of those folks that didn't have cable. We had three channels, and I wasn't allowed to watch TV on weeknights because if I lived in my house, I was a scholar. Well, anyway, my brother played football, and my dad wanted to watch the local games. So... That meant that we had to get cable. Now, now my dad, he wasn't the type that ever wanted to pay for anything. And so he just wanted one channel. But when you get one, you have to get 50. So you should have heard him. But I only want one. Well, anyway. So we're watching. This is one night after one of my brother's games. Our new cable. And so now we have 30 channels as opposed to three. And my dad's going back and forth. And there was a TV special about ventriloquists. And so we were all trying to talk about, like, the ventriloquist. I was the only one that could do it. So that Christmas, my mother got me a Groucho Marx puppet. Oh, so so it, start, it started, uh, like, as a, like, as a kid, the puppet in your public collections? Like the yeah. Building. I did That's nursing the, yeah. homes. I did, I did schools. I brought them to New York. I mean, they've been with me a while. Like how how did you learn the skill of like uh like being able to do the voice and like not making it look like it's you where it looks like they're talking but you're not talking. You practice a lot in front of a mirror. That's what you do. It's practice, 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 practice. Like it's like anything else, you know. It's like if you ride a bike enough, you get really good at it. Yeah. So 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 you've grown like I guess you you, you mentioned uh, another interview like the puppets are like your children like the the 16 of them yes they're they're, they're my children yes and uh and then you, you told the like the the one your one fiance said like he you had to choose between him and the puppets and then mm-hmm. eventually eventually you chose the puppets I chose the puppets like it was no question but you know i was young i was stupid i thought i was going to get get married on her date, which I don't recommend. And but my parents, they're they got engaged on the third date and they're still together after all this time. Um so I thought what could possibly go wrong? Well he said, My friends don't like your puppets, I don't like your puppets, you gotta put them away. So I put my puppets away for a few months and I thought, well now's the time to be a good wife, right? Well, guess what? I missed my puppets. I started to take them out when he wasn't around. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Screw him. I want my puppets. So, like, the different puppets are kind of, like, different... Do you see them as, like, different aspects of yourself, I guess? like. Or... Yeah, I see them as different aspects of my personality, and I also base them off of people that I've met, 
places that I've been. Um, I've, you know, but yeah, they're all different aspects of my personality. Would you like to meet a few? Uh, sure. Yeah. I met, I met, uh, yeah. I think Mr. Tramp was the one that you performed with it. Uh, yeah. Have you ever met me? No. I, yeah. Well, now you have hot stuff. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? So this is the... So what are you doing later? Uh, maybe going to that improv thing again. It's on oh, Monday. improv thing. Yeah. Do you want to improv with me later, handsome? Uh, sure. I don't know. That's good, because I'm not wearing any underwear. <laughs> mate, mate, stop hitting on him. Come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> You got your own TV show. You're famous. May, may, may. Stop hitting on him. Are you rich? Yeah. Yeah, sure. All right. So you're rich. Do you have life insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Profe- Would you like to name me? Uh, po- professional uh, podcaster, um, an improviser, and all that. An actor. Yes. Oh, that sounds so glamorous. Do you have do you have do you have life insurance? Yes. Would you like to name me as a beneficiary? Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, I'll oh, name just... I'll name you as a beneficiary for the life insurance. How much is your life insurance policy worth? May stop asking such. <laughs> it's always like this. <laughs> is it a few million? <laughs> do you like to go goading? May stop it. She's all about the money. May, money can't buy you love. But it can buy you lots of drugs, which make you think that you're in love. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, so I guess that's that's based off someone you met, or like these are, it's like, a, she's like a character you came up with, or? Well, actually, she's based off of two people. Um, the first is a young woman that was mean to me in junior high. And the second was a, um, a woman that I was friends with in school who only wanted to marry a rich doctor. Yeah, that's right. And she drove a red convertible, and she was so cool. I loved her. She was friends with everybody. And, you know, but she was a cheerleader, but friends with everybody. And so they're both the basis for Mae Wilson. Because I'm awesome. So, uh... Yeah, so, so what, what's it been like uh, performing? Like, has there been mixed reactions depending on uh, what, what venue you perform at? Or? Listen, I'm a superstar, okay? I always kill. <laughs> he didn't ask you. He asked me, May. Um, sometimes there are mixed reactions. Some crowds just don't dig the ventriloquism. Others do, but I found that the longer I do it, the better it gets because I know how to see in my ground and I know how to be confident with what I'm doing. And if you're confident and having fun, the crowd has fun, right, May? Well, they always have fun when I come out. Because I'm like, where's the Coke? I need some Coke. So is there, like, a community of, like, uh, ventriloquists in New York? Is there, like, a... Like, Not as much as you would think, but the ventriloquist community is pretty big. We're actually missing Vent Haven this year um, because we had um, other commitments, but she... Uh, was designed by Jeff Dunham's puppet maker, as a matter of fact, uh, Marianne Taylor. 
And he even gave me a good job. You should see it. You, you can't flash him on camera, man. we got to have some standards. But, yeah, but there's a huge community. There are many different kinds of ventriloquists. There are folks that do the clubs, the cruise ships. There are Christian ventriloquists. I gave myself to Jesus, but he never returns my phone calls. Now, May. So, uh, yeah, and then I think that that one video, you like, uh, you also, like, go into the park and perform sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah, we go into the park where I'm always a hit. These homeless guys want to take me to their cardboard blocks and take me nowhere. She actually got stabbed. She had a homeless guy that tried to stab her during a performance, believe it or not. Oh, really? He was just angry? Something he just, it, was, it was one of these days where, you know, it was hot. We were performing in Williamsburg on the street. And I think he was without meds and thought May was real. And so I asked him how much money he had. He said he was broke. I said, I'll see you later. And he started chasing us. Yeah, that's what actually happened. Oh, he said he was broke and asked you for money. And then he just attacked the puppet. Or attacked. <laughs> well, May asked him how much money he had. She was looking for a boyfriend. <laughs> I told her she wouldn't find her rich man there. Well, you know, some of these, you know, rich people dress like they're poor. You know, I've been to Williamsburg. I've seen those trust fund kids. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't tell a person from a trust fund kid in Williamsburg. But, um, but yeah, so but he chased us for several blocks, and we got out, so. So I guess that, that was the most, uh, I guess, uh, Frightening or like negative experience, life, but usually it's we positive. Had, yeah. We had somebody that tried to, um, and Donald J. Trump will talk about it when he comes on. But he had somebody that he had somebody that tried that he had somebody that wanted to punch him. He had somebody that tried to, that threatened to shoot him once. Oh really? He got like really angry. Yeah, he'll talk. Yeah, he'll talk about it when he comes on, but. You know, most of the time, but people are just crazy. Like, you have to remember, like, people get offended at jokes. Like, Dina Hashim made a joke about some rapper whose name I can't even pronounce, who's dead. And everybody's coming after her. And it's just a joke. Like, people can't take a joke. Like, everybody's very sensitive. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. So some people, I guess, uh, aren't able to take, like, more controversial humor. I guess they have to be careful where you do it, like, what, what audience you're doing it in front of? Well, also, some people just get offended. Like, they get offended yeah. for no reason. You know, like, sometimes I say, I want to... Okay, May, stop. Stop while you're ahead. But she <laughs> made a joke that got her into some trouble on television. Oh, really? What was... Yeah. You were on Rachel Ray. Yes, this was before plastic surgery. And the joke that we make is, um, you know what? Go to hell. But I'm going to sit in your audience, you know, all that stuff. And I tell her I was talking about my ex-boyfriend, the one everybody liked. And and she goes, hey, girl, they said the same thing about Scott Peterson. And so we got the buzzer from Jerry Springer. We got the ex because he was on. And we made all the sites. We made the soup. Well, I made the soup because I'm fabulous. And my mother goes, you suck so much you made the soup. But people were mad. They were mad. But, you know, it's comedy. Get mad. Yeah. yeah. You don't want it to be too safe, I guess, or too... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, get mad. Run around the block a few times. Life's very short. 
But anyway, I'm going to let you go, May. You go pass out. You've had a long night. So, wait, so, uh, yeah, you've been on, like, uh, ABC, and uh, you were on TLC. There was a special of you, too. Yeah, like, I was on yeah. TLC. I've, I've been on all the networks, basically, and I've been on several overseas. Um, I've been on Telemundo, which was wild. Yeah, and what, uh, I guess, what was your experience like with that? Like, did you enjoy well, it? I was in a, I was part of a story that went viral, and to make a long story short, um, I just did it for the Daily Mail, and it went viral, and they reported me for Telemundo, and what happened was I was on a family vacation, and it was after one of those crazy family dinners, and I went and I Googled myself, and I found out that I was all over the world, like the article had gone viral, like I was in... Um, the UK, Iceland, um, Italy, um, all throughout the Balkans, you name it, Russia. Um, I was also in India, Vietnam, uh, China, uh, Thailand, I believe, um, Cambodia as well, um, Indonesia, Australia, Micronesia, because they have a Micronesian newspaper. Oh, I forgot Malaysia. I was in Zaire, Nigeria, um, Ghana, um, Ethiopia, believe it or not, South Africa, and then Colombia, Brazil, um, Guatemala, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, um, and Peru. So I was all over the place. Why, why do you think it caught on so much? Just like a, because unusual story, I guess? Or? <laughs> I think it was unusual, and also they included a bikini picture, so. Okay. <laughs> so, um... I guess, like, who, who are, I guess, your favorite characters you've done, or do you, do you not have, like, favorites? Do you... Asking somebody who her favorite characters are is like asking the mother who her favorite child is. It depends on the week. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I guess, uh, what do you have, like, planned for the future as far as gigs and everything? Mr. Tramp, would you like to tell him what we have planned for the future? Yes, in 2020, I plan to win the presidency. <laughs> no, no, he's asking me what I have planned. Well, we, as I said, I'm going to win the presidency in the, in the, in the, in the, in, oh my God, I can't talk. Yeah, that's right, you can't talk. No, you can't talk. Okay, okay, Mr. Tramp. So you want to win the presidency. Yes. So, Mr. Tramp, so that's, that's the gig you have coming up. So, but, question though, he wanted to know what the reaction he's been. Well, I almost got shot in Cleveland. Yeah, he wants to tell that story. Yeah, he almost did. He was the spokes puppet for the group Stand Together Against Trump. And Stand Together Against Trump led the largest anti-Trump demonstration in 2016 at the Republican National Convention. And so this guy with the handlebar mustache comes up to us. And he says to me, do you hate Trump? And I had my talking points ready. And so he goes, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. Do you hate Trump? And I said, you mean the other dummy in the White House? And that got to be too much for him. And it's an open carry state. And so my handler is looking at the cop. And it was kind of nuts. But then this guy moved on. So, but yeah. I'm this close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, guess, uh, I guess people sometimes take it take it too seriously right like they, they, they it's not they don't view it as just like a 
a character or something. Like, yes, and somebody said I was a racist. Racist? I don't <laughs> like to run. But they they told but you 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 were your your followers were chanting get back in there get send them back send them back April they like send them back to the kitchen we were hungry come on yeah so 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 he's he's been uh, I guess he's been the most he's like the most controversial of the ones right oh very easily as a matter of fact he he walked several people one time at a show when he came out. Everything was going well, but he walked a bunch of people. What can I say? I'm huge. Yeah, you are. That's one way to look at it, sir. Yeah. So, so do you uh, do you like have these puppets made for you, or what? what uh, yeah, what's... he was made by a woman in um, in uh, Scotland, and uh, the name of her company is Pictures to Puppets. And you send her a picture of the puppet you want, and she makes it. And so she made him based off of Donald Trump's photo, and we had to call him Donald J. Trump because the name Donald Trump was copywritten. Hmm. Oh, I, I didn't know that uh, you could... Oh, yeah, he copywrote his own name, absolutely. Oh, cool. yeah, that seems like something he'd, he'd do. <laughs> yeah. He did, don't you? Yeah, yeah. but uh, so I guess, um, like, is there is there a proper training that people you think people need to go through for being a ventriloquist or you think it's just something you learn as you do well the mar manual is recommended by people but i just think just keep watching videos and just keep practicing just practice 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 like i'm practicing my speech for 2020 ladies gentlemen ladies i'm for the right to their arms and the right to their breasts okay mr tramp that's nice thank you See, never a dull moment here, you know? So, um, like, is there any where else, like, you'd want to use, uh, I guess, the similar talents, like, maybe, like, voice acting or anything like that? Oh, yeah, yeah I've, I've dipped my feet into voice acting. I'm actually a classically trained actor. Okay, so you... Yeah. Well, I came to New York City thinking that I was going to be a classical actor. That's the funny thing. Like, I wanted to do Shakespeare, I wanted to do Chekhov, I wanted to do all that, you know? And I was told by a teacher, you know, you're not a classical actor. Like, you're a comedian. Like, this is what you are. And so that sort of became the focus. And plus, she was a nasty human being. But I, I'm i sort of starting to journey more into legit acting again. But I've, um, I've also expanded into that. And then, of course, there's the writing. I, I wrote a book. I came, I saw, I sang. Memoirs of a Sing Telegram Delivery Girl, as well as April Unwrapped, My Naked Dreams Revealed. Unfortunately, I'm out of copies. Otherwise, I'd show you, so let me pull up one on my phone, because I'm so prepared for this podcast, kids. You know. But anyway, they're both available on Amazon. Um, and so, yeah, and both are funny, comedic books, where I use my joke writing, um, I guess my joke writing talents. I know that's a a, a loose way to put it because some people don't think I'm funny so they're not going to tell you that I'm talented but I think I'm talented and that's enough there's me guys oh yeah oh this is uh this is uh audio only really. audio only alright alright so so much for that yeah. <laughs> April unwrapped April unwrapped and um I came I saw I sang are both available on Amazon guys 
so you should buy them. And this is good that this is audio only. Okay. <laughs> so, so back to our future plans. Vinny, would you like to tell him? Yo, yo, am I getting recorded? He said that this was audio only. Yeah, your voice is being recorded, but we could. Put oh my it, god, it. are you with the feds or something? <laughs> yes, I am with the the feds, the NSA actually. The NSA? What the, what yeah. the hell? You know, you know, this is how I got that last time. What What do you mean, Vinny? Like, you want it? You know, the one I was paying for her apartment and stuff? She recorded me, and that's how I went down. Now, uh, this is Vinny two times, the magician who's a, who was a mob enforcer at one time. I like to call myself a collections agent. You know, I go to your house, and if you don't pay, I break your legs, and I collect. Oh! Yeah, and he, he was at the, the Triple Crown the other... The last time I saw you, yeah. Yeah, the last time, and I'm sort of developing his act, and they liked the little surprise I had, but you had to, you have to see it, guys, to figure that out, the one out. Let's just say I do some misdirection when I bring him up. No, 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 Toots, I do the misdirection. <laughs> so, so Vinny, um, tell me what your plans are. Yo, I'm going, because that's where all the retired monsters go. And what are you doing in Vegas, Vinny? Well, in Vegas, you see, I'm going to be on the strip performing. What are you going to be on, doing on the strip? My magic show. Really, you're going to be doing your ma magic show on the strip? Yeah. So, what do you think of David Copperfield? David Copperfield? Isn't he a Jew Taylor or something? No, no, no. David Copperfield's a magician. Oh. Um, what do you think of Chris Angel? Is he a drug dealer from Canossi? No, he's another magician. You're going to be competing with them. Well, break both the legs. Uh, Vinny, you can't be breaking people's legs. This is what's going to get you in trouble. To Chris Angel and David Copperfield, I love you. I'm not responsible for what he says. Shut the hell up, Toots. Ow, he's hitting me with his wand. Oh, my God. That said that you could speak. Okay, Vinny. So, but, yeah, we are in talks to get a show on the Las Vegas Strip right now. So keep your fingers crossed is what we're trying to say. So is, is he is he uh, based off anyone or what what's uh, what was what inspired him? Well, the funny thing is is that the manager that I work with worked with the amazing Kruskin for many years, and one of my best friends is an illusionist by the name of Alon New. And so I've started to get to know the magic world, and my manager's based in Vegas, and so sometimes I'll go out to Vegas to work with him on stuff and. I'm also in a master's program in L.A., and so I stop over a ton in Vegas. Well, one thing about Vegas is Vegas is about the mob. And so I started to get more fascinated with magic. And I thought, wouldn't it be great to have a character that was bad at magic, that was a really bad magician? And so I wrote him. He really wasn't coming together. And um, anyway... What ended up happening is I was studying uh, screenwriting. I'm getting a master's, and I was able to jump to screenwriting. And it said that sometimes when a character wasn't coming together, they didn't have a backstory. And I thought, wouldn't it be exciting if he was a bad magician because he was in witness protection? And this was his job. And he had been a mob enforcer. Now he's forced to be a magician. And also... He's sort of based loosely off of Homie the Clown, the Damon Wayne's character from back in the day in Living Color, if you remember. So I, I, I remember saw. the Wayne's, but I, I don't think I saw that show. I remember Damon oh, Wayne's, yeah. Well, Homie the Clown is a clown, yeah. but he's an ex-con, and he's in witness protection. What'd you say about witness protection? I'm trying my best. 
you know, I said, they asked me what my skills were, and I said, I can make people disappear. But a wing, but a boom. And they said, you can be a magician. Nice. So he's kind of a, like a mobster, uh, musician, a magician. Now, now he has to settle for being a magician. Yes. Yeah. And he's terrible at it. He's terrible. But um, I'm just going to take Vinny off my arm. But you asked me what else I was doing. Aside, one thing that being on stage has done, the comedy, it sort of propelled me into comedy acting a little bit. And what I'm doing right now is um, we're sort of on hiatus for a little bit in July, but I do a weekly show in New York where I just act, and it's called the we- the New York Mob Show. Okay. So, so what, what's that? like? Uh... It's a dinner theater show. And basically, I'm there, and I'm there with the whole cast. And um, we, uh, and it's a party because the mob has a new dawn, but somebody gets shot, <laughs> and it's a mystery, and so it's a who done it, and um, you know, and it's it's exciting. It's um, and so I played the taut named Cookie, you know, Cookie Cavatelli. Yeah, everybody's favorite little slut. <laughs> yeah. So so um. I guess, and does improv, because you've done, I've done improv with you, like, a couple, well, the the last two times uh, I saw you, like, perform at uh, the Triple Crown, does, like, improv help with uh, your sets at all, or? Yes, oh, yeah, and it especially helps with the show that I'm in, because sometimes we'll have audience members that want to jump in and do stuff, it's very interactive, but one good thing about this particular show, though, is that, again, it's every week. And it's been off Broadway for 33 years. So, nice. but improv has definitely helped. And as a matter of fact, plug to our friend Steve Ling. He does some great jams. And what I like about Steve's jams is anybody that wants to jam is welcome. It's not like all the crap from other theaters, which I won't name, because I'm not on here to talk crap about people that I don't care about. But um, what I like about the Steve's jams are that they're very laid back. And we've gotten some flipped out scenes there, but they're always fun. Yeah, yeah. I think there was one where I played like uh, Alex Jones, and you were some other like like uh, conservative. Oh commentator. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the conservative commentator. Yeah. And there was another one where it was a father and a son that had a pumpkin store at the edge of a volcano, and they were arguing. And I ran on. And I'm like, guys, the volcano's coming. And his father's like. He's like, shut up. I'm like, no, they're evacuating. And he's like, okay, pressure. You answer these questions. And so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, so it's always fun to do that because, like, you never know, like, where it's, what, where it's going to go or whatever. Like, even, like, a simple suggestion. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's just, like, and everybody just, like, the imaginations that I've seen there are all so tremendous, so. Yeah, yeah I have, a, like, a couple like different characters I've, I've done there like like different scenes like the uh, yeah I remember I did, I did the Alex Jones talking like this mm-hmm. and then uh yeah and then a couple of times I did the like hey I'm talking like this well, you know like the the kind of uh mobster voice the, yeah, I'm trying to get into voice acting a bit so I have like different voices I'm trying to well, that's good and the thing with improv though is you're really going to develop those voices which is nice yeah, yeah, learn because it's it's in the moment. It's like it's not 
scripted, so it's easy to like use those voices in a more conver conversational way. I guess. Conversational so. way, and also like you're living in the moment, you know. Yeah. So, so like, what's uh, your your ultimate, uh, I guess, goal or like dream of where you one day want to be with this? I want to take over the world. That's my ultimate goal. Like, have your puppets like rule over everybody, like a puppet empire. I guess, but yeah. more or less just be everywhere, which, yeah. believe it or not, in the last several years, it's like, my bank account doesn't know it, but I am everywhere. <laughs> my bank, you know, I'm rich, just not to my bank account, that's what I always say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, uh, it's getting out to a lot of people, you enjoy what you do. Oh, I love what I do. As a matter of fact, every day above ground is a blessing, and every time I get on stage is a blessing. So, uh, I guess any final thoughts or anything you'd like to add? Yeah, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, thank you for listening to me and my lovely friend, Sean. And um, please follow me at www.aprilbrooker.tv. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. Holler at me. Uh, so that was a great episode, not only talking to her, but talking to uh, her puppet characters, her uh, her different puppets, Mr. Tramp, May, and Vinny. It was good talking to them all. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I guess uh, if you want to keep updated with future episodes of BSing with Sean K, go to BSing with seank.blogspot.com and you can subscribe to me on iTunes and Spotify yeah I guess I don't really have any other conclusions it was a good conversation and I hope you enjoyed listening